be safe. Okay. On the other hand, um, also my work and these things, the project mm -hmm. depends yeah. on me. So if I'm there this time, I can yeah. travel also. So it's a 50 50. It is one is my responsibility, another is my family. It's so I family. don't want to take risk. Yeah. Also, I want and I hope that my family members are safe. So you can say like, yeah, it's fifty fifty thing. But now, at a time like this, you need you need to be both. with my family. That's yeah. true. But you you see, one thing is like when you travel, mm -hmm. there's no guarantee that you will not carry or get contaminated, right? Yeah. And then when you reach there, it, there's a high chance that okay. you might make your family members also yeah. get the disease. So yeah, that's that's, is, that's 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 true. That's so true. that's why even you think that yes, I'll be there mm -hmm. to save them. True. But actually, this kind of situation, the best thing is that wherever you are, you need to be there. Yeah. And that's hope and pray and tell your parents mm -hmm. to follow the instructions. Exactly. Exactly. The same thing I do at home. Like sometimes I get worried. Like, oh, what's happening with you? Where you mm. are? Like. How do you leave? How do you survive? Yeah. The time like this, I get to tell them, don't worry, I'm good. Trust your son, he's doing well. Yeah. And then when he gets over to their country, I'm like, oh, you guys have to do this. This is what exactly. we have to do. Yeah. So instructing them yeah. to follow all the medical tips, the medical instruction, and all those things. I've been very helpful. So. Yeah, that's the thing. You mm. see, like, you need to tell them, like, especially they are old people. Their body is very vulnerable. You yeah. need to tell them like, okay, you have to be careful about these certain things, yeah. and you can't really go out. That's mm -hmm. the most important part. As uh, most other countries, democratic countries, people yeah. they tend to be free. You know? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like, That's different than China. Yeah. And other but in China, like, like everybody we else, restricted, and the things yeah. were very strict. So very that's strict. why we we followed the instructions. But yeah. in other countries, it's not like yeah. that. We tend to go out, have freedom. Ah, it's nothing. But mm -hmm. then look at the world now. Yeah, it's like everybody just needs to play by the rules now. Exactly. Everybody needs to play by the rules, and um, and then I I also see that um, especially in the medical fields, like there's a heavy demand from medical or health systems. Yeah, medical equipment. Yeah, yeah medical that's true. Equipment, uh, yeah. Recently, you can see, like, especially when you talk about this current situation, mm -hmm. China yep. in last uh, 20 days has earned almost uh, some 10.2 billion yuan from this medical equipment. They say PPE, you know, yeah. personal protective equipment. Yeah. And they earned this much money in just last 20 days. So it's like, of course, it's a good business for China. Mm -hmm. Uh, but also uh, the West world is unable to create this much of you know PPEs yeah. or masks which is actually very important in this kind of situation yeah. so I think what China is doing is also they're trying to help the world but mm. at, the, at the same time their economy is getting boosted a bit yeah. but just today I saw a report that Chinese uh, you know that GDP it's like minus 6.8 it's yeah. like a contraction yeah so, it's crunched yeah. It's, yeah it's contracted by yeah, yeah. 6. minus 6.8 yeah. yeah so it's kind of like in the last 50 years something like that had not happened exactly so, you yeah. see uh, this is a political i mean phenomena that i think which united states it's my personal view what i think is that united states is trying to play uh where uh, why i'm saying that you see 
The countries which has got this virus, look at those countries. The first, China, yep. Iran, yep. and Italy. Mm-hmm. So you say, okay, Rufo, I understand that you're saying China and Italy. Italy. I mean, China and Iran. Mm-hmm. But why is Italy? So you think you you see last year when there was that uh, meeting of the European Union, mm-hmm. Italy was the only country who backed off from uh, U.S.'s proposal that okay you can't be European Union nations should not be a part of Belt and Road Initiative. Okay. So Italy was the only nation who backed off from that. Mm. So you see, they supported China because they wanted to be a part of Chinese Belt and Road Initiative. Yeah. So. It's if you connect the dots, it makes sense. Look at the countries. You see, China to Iran. What about the nations in between? It's a it's a huge gap. And the first nations who got this virus is China and Iran. The okay. numbers were so high. And in between the nations, if you look at the nations, other nations at that time, I'm talking about January, February. Yeah. The nations in between were very less. You say, okay, you know what? These people are traveling. I would not believe that Chinese people were only traveling to Iran. They were traveling to United States and other nations as well. But first, the numbers increase in these two, three nations. And this makes sense to me. I think USA were targeting and they were making some bioweapons. That's my personal view. And that's, that somehow got out of control. And yes, they were trying to make a new beginning because China obviously is the biggest threat to the United States and its economy. And you know how the market and job and everything were shifting from US to China. So China okay. And then this thing, this attempt was to make things upside down. Yeah, like, uh, are you trying to say the virus was created yes. by the US? Yes, because <laughs> I think it's a bioweapon. It's okay. not something created. Think of it. Chinese people are not eating these animals just these years. Mm. It's thousands of years exactly. they are eating these animals. Exactly. So why now? Oh, the same thing I had, the same thing I had in mind, except that I had a different perspective about there are, there are basic, there are certain um, conspiracy theories that have gone out when it comes to the issue about the virus. Really, I'm not so much fucking really or really interested in how the virus originated but i'm just i'm much more concerned about how people will cope yeah how, see, how people will cope um, with the challenges with the threats coming from the virus because already just like we mentioned there's a heavy demand on the health sectors of each countries countries differ in their level of preparedness Apart from that, countries also differ in the level of their health sector, you know, facilities, equipment they had before this virus started. Another thing is countries also differ in their readiness, preparedness to attack cases of emergency, you know, depending on their, maybe their system of governance and also their infrastructures where they had. For instance, when it comes to governance, U.S. governance affect this attack, you know, the way it was able to attack the virus. And then the Chinese system also influence, you know, the 
we also we should look at how countries to be able to like, cope with these challenges that are coming out from the virus and so that we can quickly get back to maybe the new world order or if you can't even have the world we were used to before you know so that's why i'm like okay for instance because individuals are going to react in different ways and states are also going to react in different ways as college graduates you know the number one thing that comes to their mind is how to get a job when you graduate like how do i get a job in these situations where employers are already laying off work mm -hmm. so what do you think should be the number one or the areas that college graduates should begin to target okay so you see yeah um from my perspective i mean right now i'm working and our companies they're laying off uh, employees it was uh, noticed like a week ago the 30 percent of our employees will be laid off so it's like a huge amount and you know that it's not like long-term thing and there was like they didn't say that it will be like uh, okay we don't know when again we'll be started starting our recruitment process <laughs> so in this regard i mean i think for the students who are about to graduate yeah. who are supposed to graduate this year this year they should keep preparing themselves for the job and they should keep looking for the opportunities which are still available for example we say like uh, you know uh, the social network sites such as uh, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, okay. and uh, if you talk about the Chinese uh, job sector, if you are in China, the Chinese uh, no, jobs apps okay. such as Boss, okay, fifty one jobs dot com. All right, these kinds of apps you should create your resume and keep looking for opportunities. Okay, and then when you get an a chance to face some interview or some recruiter is interested in you you get a chance to you know try and check yourself what's your status in the market in this kind of situation you see this this current situation is not only for us it's for the whole world and all the people together so we are all into this together yeah so that means even the companies they will be looking for some you know some candidates who can cope up with certain kind of situation, which is this kind of situation. So they will be testing the candidates and proceeding with such kind of questions, such as, okay, what's your plan and how would you think yourself that, how would you put yourself after this situation? They will give you some problems. For example, for example, they will say like, okay, my product, it has lost, lost, uh, lost its market. So how would you help? the product to gain the marketplace again okay. so you need to be prepared and think of your solution that how can you make the product win the market again that's market penetration exactly so they will be testing you according to the situation you are in that will be your test but the companies they are still looking for some candidates who are really a fighter candidates okay. are not like okay you see in this situation companies will be keeping only those employees which are really fit which are really necessary other than that uh, those employees which are like it's okay to let them go and still you can put their responsibilities on some people who can do their like, part like like in your own company, exactly like can you give maybe categories of 
what has Google let go? Okay, so for example, in my company, let me give you the example in my company. We have customer service, business development, okay. brand management. So people who are in charge of business development and mm. brand management, yeah. they are the key people to make your brand image yeah. to the market. Okay. For the customer service, you can cut off some people and then you can give the responsibilities to one and increase their responsibilities. Yeah. Okay. So you see, the end users, the end workers, okay. they will be the victim of this wow. time. So if you are in the somewhere essential for the company, like for example, as I said, yeah, as I said, you are key member to give them or help them to make decisions for brand image or product development or marketing basis. You are very important unless until they are really at stake and they want to throw you out because they are making huge loss and there's you they have a an alternative they have an alternative who can do your work yeah. maybe that time they will think of uh, laying you off but other than that you were very essential part you will not be the victim of this mm -hmm. cover but the people like if there's multiple people doing the same task yeah of they course have to yeah of course your supervisor he knows who's more capable of doing the task better so the rest ones will be laid off. That's what's happening and that's what the companies are doing. But at the same moment, companies are looking for employees who are fit with this situation, who are ready to fight, who can give solution, who are good at leadership qualities, who can who can think, who can analyze the situation, who can uh, really solve the problems and who, who really has the mentality to you know swap and do multitask. Multitask. So that's the thing the international students or the people now who are about to graduate should keep in mind yeah. that yes, I know what the companies are going through right now. <laughs> we'll be facing a totally new market. It's like zero to one kind of situation. Yeah. So when people starting so you see China is trying to cover up now. They are coming up with from this that situation. But the world is facing the turmoil right now. Yeah, I know. So what happens when you want to business do business with other nations who are going through trouble? You support them. At least you say something good to them or say that yes, you are there for them. Yeah, so that is I what China that. is doing, I right? This I is called that. a smart move. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Because obviously because when you look at um, the way globalization works or the way markets works, mm -hmm. From what we were taught in business class, it's about demand and supply. So, like, if you have if you have a supply and you do not have enough demand, obviously there's gonna be wastage. You know, and then it's a loss to the company that's offering so much, and then there's little demand for the much that is being offered. So, as other countries are going through the same thing now, China went through. Like, in what way has it? affected the profitability of Chinese companies. Chinese companies. Yeah, you see, uh, mainly Chinese economy has boomed last 30 years after China has opened up itself, right? So if you go to cities like Shenzhen, uh, Shanghai, you will see most of the companies that depend on e-commerce business, which okay. is actually cross-border business it's so they create products and then they sell it on amazon and other you know uh, online markets online markets yeah so 
right now the situation is that China there is demand there is demand so China created that but there's no proper delivery system for example the the planes are halted the cargo the shipping ships uh, they all are in halt yeah. so the things you are creating you can't really deliver them so what's happening the whole system is being barred it's like deferred so now the companies they are like okay you know what we can keep them in stock and we can keep we can make them delivered at a later time so in what way is your company trying to handle that so my company they have cut off the listings you know there is one thing called listings online so when you create a product you put them online and that is called a listing okay so when you have a listing people place orders but when they place order according to amazon and some online market you are liable to deliver the product in 3 to 4 days but right now you are not capable of doing that if you are not capable amazon will not amazon or other online market will not take the responsibility so what you need to do you need to compensate so it's a loss for the company so what you can do you need to cancel those listings so most of the companies chinese companies they are canceling the listings but there's a special thing all these companies even my company you know what they came up they came up with a new solution with the current basic and most important need that is ppe mask and thermometers wow yeah, so all the companies they are making this i see that and there was like 12 million such product were confiscated confiscated mm-hmm. because they were, didn't meet the you know the, the minimal standard, standard. Yeah. but all these companies they they like they were like in a hurry and they created all these to market them but you see they like they tried to somehow make up to their loss, yeah, to their loss. but still some of them they couldn't make it it's, after that it's, it's true because it's it's a it's a huge damage that have been done to, yeah. to the economy of China and then before we start to think about it, you know, all the countries are also calculating, you know, the, the the damages that have been done to the economy, you know, to their system. And I'm trying to see that it, how do you think like um People should begin to imagine the kind of world that we come out of this, especially for graduates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Uh, grad- should they should they look more to look to get job or to be self-employed? Or to I be mean, you see, it's always better to prepare yourself for something that is coming, and you should have options like option A and option B, option C, like that. Okay. So. If you think that you are going to graduate mm. and you're going to graduate after a certain time or something, you should prepare yourself for that. And okay. it doesn't matter if the world will change totally or partially. Yeah. You must remember that you need to look for a career, which is very important for you. So that's why even if there is a new world that is coming, you must remember that you need to prepare from now on. Okay. So yes, for the graduate students or the students who are about to graduate, they should prepare themselves and they should start looking for work. Even though there's no guarantee in how long the situation will be stable, but you should keep in mind whatever the situation will come up, there will be a need for you to earn your bread. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what the world is going through. If you are not 
able to find that situation if you're not a competitor and if you don't know and you were like okay you know what i was thinking like okay i will prepare when the world comes down you are not totally aware of what went through yeah what the companies went through and how you prepare yourself actually that time you said no i'll be like okay i can leave it for later time so students should prepare themselves they should keep in mind what companies are going through and okay. how i should prepare to cope up certain situation if it's given to me or bestowed upon me yeah yeah so they should prepare yes yeah, it's, it's, that's okay that's true because for me i i came across someone that was telling me like oh he applied to a company mm-hmm. and then they were already the company already finalized procedures processes of yeah. absorbing it mm-hmm. you see different countries are taking different measures and then this thing came up and they said oh you have to hold them for now for a while yeah you see that's the thing so it's okay i mean of course you can't really guarantee anything right now okay if you got a job and uh, the job sector or the, the the job the recruiter told you okay you're you're finalized okay you will get the work yeah. but later they came up with a problem like issue that they told you like okay we can't take you in right now yeah you have to be prepared for that that's why i say you have to have options a b and c if you get a work what's your next plan how do you do yourself or see yourself in the company for me you see the work i'm doing i'm not so sure if next month i will have this job because the way our company is dealing with the employees it's very scary scary i really don't know if i can stay here for a long time so of course i need to have another option yeah. i have to start looking for other options do you think the world is scary now <laughs> of course it is you see i mean think of it people are dying with the virus and this virus doesn't have a, a okay. remedy it doesn't have any medicine mm-hmm. how deadly a thing can be when you don't know the solution when you don't know when you get this virus when you go to medical doctors won't touch you the people that you love will not come ne- next to you and you will die such a way that your body will be disposed in such such a place you will not get the honor that you respect you deserve this is uh, something the world is going through is the most scariest time yeah. in decades so of course it's the most scariest time yeah, yeah. i see i agree with you mm-hmm. and but i want to ask another question sure. to what extent do you think the current educational system mm. prepares the younger generation for the unknown um if you talk about different nations and especially the place we are right now no they don't that's why the students are confused they don't know what they should do and what is the next step yes the teachers and educational institution are guiding them yeah. that yes you need to be careful and you need to be in home and how to stay safe yeah but they are not guiding the students what will be the next step in their career or how they should do it how the students should prepare themselves for the next step they are only guiding you and making you hold for a while but the students are confused to take the next step what should be the next step what should be then the life in a couple of months for example uh, if i take uh, an example of someone studying in china right international mm. students yeah. and the people who went back home they are not allowed to come back so 
the I what I heard is that the classes will be commencing like from um, May first week. Mm-hmm. So the students who are in China they will be attending their classes. But what about the students who are not here? You say okay, they will be commencing online classes. Online, okay. But actually, that's not equal, and I am not so sure if the students who are attending classes here and the students who are viewing the class online yeah, can same. get the same, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. and. That's why I'm saying the educational institutions are taking the you know measures to keep the students safe, but not actually for their future careers. For them to be safe. Yeah. But not preparing them for the future. Yeah. That's that's so interesting. Yeah. So that's I think what is lacking, which is missing, uh, and that's what internet mean, uh, the universities they should focus on. Uh, Uh, let alone be the nation nationalities. Like it doesn't matter if you are Chinese or you are uh, from other nations. The universities they should prepare their students. Are you a globalist? Yeah, of course. <laughs> First, uh, I am. That's why I was international students leader, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> great. That's <laughs> because great. if I am partial and if I do have feelings for some certain nations, nations, yeah. I can't really hold that position. That's I can't great. really. Give decisions, you know, uh, independently. I need to be like okay, partializing and being biased to someone. Mm-hmm. And I really don't think that's a, a good solution because that's how we grow, right? It doesn't matter where you come from. Yeah, it only true. matters what we do and how we do it. So how high should how high do you think uh, the graduates should set their expectation when it comes to getting jobs now? For current situation. The graduates should only prepare themselves for the upcoming, you know, career uh, goals. Okay. Like, for example, if I, well, just say like, okay, for now, mm-hmm. they should start preparing themselves. Okay, this is my schedule. In two months, I expect myself to be graduated. Okay. And from now on, I have started creating a, an amazing resume. Okay. I have started preparing myself how to present myself to mm-hmm. a company. Yeah, you see, what are the key key factors that a company or a market will take you among all this huge competition? Yeah, you should learn how to present yourself, how to market yourself. So the students they should prepare from now on how to create an amazing resume. Amazing resume. That's how they should present themselves. How they should tell the employer what are the key factors the company should take them in this kind of situation. What you can put. To that company, that the company will benefit by taking you in this kind of situation. Okay. So you see, different kind of situation. The candidates, the graduates, or any employees, they should keep in mind, or they should make a plan that how I should represent myself yeah. according to the situation. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you a trick that when you go for an interview, you should do some research about the company. Yeah. What the company needs. And what what are your qualities? Okay. So you align your qualities with the company's I needs, and that's how you win an interview. Okay, that's great. That's great. That should actually be able to help students be able to prepare themselves towards getting the right job or the expected job, and that's nice. And the uh, next question that I want to have is. Um, Is there any hope that companies laying off workers today might eventually recruit tomorrow, or when it's all? Free? It is possible. 
but most of the companies right now what they are doing is that they are taking someone from inside inside the company you see we need someone who's a fighter in such such kind of situation who can really give something to the company so unless until i really don't have the person in my company right now i'll be recruiting new people and that person has to be someone who's really fantastic who really can cope up with the current situation for mm-hmm. example you you i'm laying off you for example okay and you are not capable of dealing with such kind of situation that my company is going through yes. because of this virus, virus okay. so i'll be employing someone who can really deal with this situation it doesn't matter if that person is right now in mm-hmm. my company or there's someone that i have to take from outside okay all right okay so if if someone is able to get a job do you advise the person to start up his own business for now right now the current situation is not a good time to start up a business of course it's good to start up a business when you have a unique idea you have the resource you know the places you know your target market mm-hmm. everything but for now it's not the right time to start a new business why the resources can be limited people who are looking for job or people who are really you are looking for mm-hmm. might get difficult to get in or get in touch with yeah. so right now it's not that easy to start up but you can have a draft idea or you can create it okay but if you want to move to the next step okay mm-hmm. i have created a company but i want to go to the next step which okay. is kind of difficult mm-hmm. for the time now like because i know a couple of guys who are interested who are, inter- who are interested mm-hmm. and i know some guys who are who had been doing something before now or they have hairdressing so if you have a good plan that you want to make a company you should have a draft it should not be I'm outside. I said I'm outside. I'll call you back. I said I'll call you back. I'm outside doing something. few targets 
it should have a proposal of people and uh, the, the future plan be actually mentored the mm -hmm. goal uh, what this company is based on and then if you really know some people who are experienced you mm -hmm. can give your offer your company offers to them if you can include those people with experience to join your company okay it's a good thing this can help your company to grow you can give your proposal like for example you know what uh, hello brother uh, i have this uh, plan in my mind i want to set up this company yeah will you please uh, will you love to join my company to join. yeah this is my plan obviously if your plan is amazing and if you really have some you know scope in yep. this market yep that experienced person might leave his company and join yours and that can be a great thing i, I love to hug this what do you think about the foreigners owning a business here in china um you see a startup business here in china yeah, even for me right now the visa that i have it's a startup business visa that's oh, the entrepreneurship entrepreneurship visa, right? visa. Yeah. so that's what i got and last year when they gave me this visa i had the i had the same thing it's like the the government here they wanted me to set up a company okay so for us as a risk i mean fresh graduate it's yeah. not so easy because we need to have certain amount of money wow. and uh, to set up a company and do something so for example like uh foreign trade mm -hmm. and yeah. restaurants restaurants uh, yeah. this kind of business are very like flourishing. a bar in salon exactly yeah so this kind of uh businesses are very flourishing and most of the businesses that has been owned by foreigners here in this city they are restaurants and uh, yeah foreign trade these business yeah so i do think there is a chance uh, if you really know what you are doing and if you are coming up with a unique idea not the similar ones that is already existing in the market or already here and uh, uh, the next phase is that yes you should have some uh, cash in cash pocket. To put in the how company. huge how huge is it yeah um uh, for example if you really want to set up a, a place for your office it depends on what kind of like a million you're yuan uh half a million yuan not so much you don't need that much uh, but you need something like uh, 50 to 60,000 yuan wow. to start with it's not so much but it's also not so less as a fresh graduate right so it's like if you talk about this kind of place like uh, for a restaurant it's yeah. perfect you can start small but after you make some profit you can start growing yeah but you need to learn that how you should use your benefits or profits mm. to you know enhance your market make it, it grow is, exactly make it grow and then become yeah. more profitable yeah. and if it is like foreign trade uh, you want to you want your country people to place orders and you want to ship things in your country that's another kind of company and for that you really don't need one virtual i mean one uh, actual place physical place you can do it offline like a logistic business yeah, exactly logistic business logistics business but for that kind of thing you can do it from your home you, you have to have your definitely, own house definitely you can do it from there but for also for that you need to have your own company name and register it to mm. this uh, local police uh, authority okay so for do, doing that you also need to pay some money so both of these situations, you need to pay some money, and mm. that thing need to get approved by the local police or administration below. Okay. So yes, there are some certain steps. It's not like okay, I have a plan and I want to start up this business. If it can, you know, get accepted, mm -hmm. it's not that easy. If you really have something unique and something great, 
yes, then there's a chance that a local government or this uh, public security bureau, they yeah. accept your proposal. Okay. Then you can go to the next step. So I see, like, is there a particular website to... There's no particular website. The thing is that you need to have a proposal okay. what actually your company is for, what is its target, okay. and why you are building it. Just like it's making a study plan. Right. And once you have this kind of plan, there is some agencies who, who, who will help you to set up the company name and other registration processes. Here? Here in China, even Changchun. Okay. So once it's done, you can just make this proposal and all the documents and apply to the certain public security bureau. For example, we are under Gaoxin, so there is a public security bureau for us. Okay. And there's like certain areas has different, different public security bureau. So you need to present your paper, your mm -hmm. document, okay. or your company plan to them. And that local authority, that police uh, authority, they need to see your proposal. All right. And once they accept, yes, we accept this guy to set up a company in this area. Okay. Then there's a green signal and you don't have any backtrack. You can move forward. Do you think there's any influence that could aid this maybe grade in school or connection to it a is, lecturer or see, uh, faculty me, members? Yeah, of course. For me, it was uh, my teachers and my grades which helped me to get this visa. Even okay. to get this visa, it's not easy. You need to have the best score in your class. <laughs> and once you have that, the teachers and your school will recommend okay. you to get this kind of visa. All right. Last year, we had like almost um, 123 students who graduated. Okay. Yeah. And from that, only three students, me and two other students, got this kind of visa. So unless until some students are being recruited by some Chinese companies, All right. it's easy for them to get that, this visa because they are like, okay, they are special, they are wow. good, and they get this visa. Wow. But if you are not, if you're an excellent student okay. with a great grades, okay. You can apply for this, and for that, your school need to recommend you. You need to have the best grades in your class, and when you apply for this, the police department they will check your transcripts and all, and all the recommendation letters that the school gave about you, all and right. they will be offered this two, two years to five years visa. Two years to five. Yeah, oh, but right amazing. now I have the two years visa. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Can it be renewed? Yes, I I can renew it only when I have my own company. But if I don't, I can't. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, yeah, that's, they a, will good, give you the first, that's a good responsibility. Yeah, they, they will give you the offer of having two years to five years visa mm -hmm. at the beginning. Okay. Like they will ask you directly which one you want. Do you want two years or do you want five years? I so see. it's your choice. So I choose two years. <laughs> because if I choose five years, I need to pay five years money together. Oh. That, that's the thing. <laughs> so how did they calculate the money? In the 400 zero? each year. So you calculate five years money. Oh, okay. yeah, oh. it's two thousand. Yeah. yeah, I see. Wow, pretty interesting. Yeah, pretty interesting. But for me, I'm kind of like I love entrepreneurship, you know, and I'm so I lo I love to be dynamic when it comes to what I do. I I'm this kind of person that loves to do this and just leave it, and then I'll go and start something else, you know. Um, for starting up a business in some different country like China, yeah. communist country, it's not so easy. First thing is that they obviously want someone which is they call as a cream, mm. which is really best. Okay. Chinese nations, Chinese cities, yeah. they want profit. 
profit if you really can't give really profit yeah, immediate you, profit exactly if you can't really give anything to the city they really don't want you don't they don't even want you to stay here for me i'm doing something for my company which is very precious yeah that's why they wanted me even okay. now my company from shenzhen mm-hmm. they want me to go there and work from there okay so see if you can do something for the company the company or the city they will really you know make you as a resource they will really value you all right but if you can't really give anything okay. back they don't care all right i have i have two more questions before we call it the day sure the first question is do you ever look back now that you're working do you ever look back to the time when you were in school and you wished you'd learned something mm-hmm. and okay. then it wasn't there mm-hmm. for me i think i had a great time from my school and i've i've made made the great use of my resources and my studies okay. so if i look back from my studies i think i learned all that i had to learn you believe that especially yes okay. because that's what actually made me capable of getting this job you see being a student leader uh being a you know school captain and organizing different functions and participating in different you know uh, activities made me prepare to deal with certain kind of situations in these kind of companies mm. the company will not in chinese companies what i'm working with which i'm working with they didn't train me okay the first interesting from, exactly from the first day they gave me the duties and i didn't even know how to do it but i know how to handle a situation that's how i plan myself as i use my strategies which i used here when i was studying and what i learned from my studies okay so yes uh i don't have any feelings or um i don't have any like lackings that i feel that, that i should, should have learned, learned but i missed okay from my studies and from my university time the things i learned it is totally perfect okay and the way you believe the way the exact thing that you were supposed exactly, to exactly exactly that's why uh of course there are a few few things like you can't be totally perfect few things like for example i wish that i could have learned how to uh, you know always say yes to the leader that is one thing that you need to learn when you are working with a chinese company okay. but for me when i went there if i saw some problem uh, the the leader he was not right about something i was pointing out that which wasn't right thing and okay. some of my colleagues later they told me that oh, you know what uh, i know you are a foreigner and you are a young graduate but this is something you need to learn when you're working with a chinese company you should not point out your finger and when it's a boss you need to learn how to communicate with them so these are the things actually you can't really learn from your university because university will not teach you how to deal with a leader this is you get this knowledge when you work this is called a practical knowledge yeah. when you go to company you learn it okay. that's how you deal so from my university from my studies i have learned the things that i had to learn okay. and it's it happened because i used to be a student leader yeah yeah because i i one of the things that actually brought us to, together was because i needed to do something and then yeah i had to come to meet you as a student leader then which i deeply actually yeah, exactly. appreciate yeah uh-huh. And, but in a way you you answered part of the question that I would have asked because i wanted to ask about employer employee relationship okay this is very very important 
really important. I should be the foreigner. Yeah, exactly. It's very important to see uh, not only as a foreigner, as a Chinese local. China, China, they have a uh, they have a word for this thing. They call it guanxi. Guanxi relationship. When you are working with Chinese companies, your guanxi has to be very very good with your leaders. Chinese people they are not actually used to ask questions or raise questions, especially okay. when someone is superior I to see. your position. I so see. when you're working with Chinese companies, if a leader says something wrong, you don't have the right to make him correct. You have to reach and show the work of yours in a certain way that the boss or leader asks you to do, even if it's wrong. Oh. You can suggest or give suggestions to the boss or who's over your over. stage, okay. not, but not to the total the overall superior. boss. Total superior. Okay. Yeah. There's a way, there's a stages. Okay. Like who's your supervisor and who's the supervisor of your supervisor. I see. So there's stages. And relationship has to be very good with your colleagues as well. A person who's your who's working with you and doing the same task, you must keep a very good relationship because okay. you will be given certain tasks where you need to work together. If you don't have a good relation with your colleagues, mm -hmm. you might not get to that conclusion. I see. They will try to not help you or you will not be able to understand them or if there's misunderstanding mm -hmm. or not good there is not uh, like no good communication. Okay. They'll 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 not be the expected result mm -hmm. the company leader is was asking from you. So if you if you were given something and then if you're given a project and then your boss like give you some tips give you some advice on how to go about doing the project and then eventually the project didn't actually work mm -hmm. to expectation who takes the blame okay you see if uh, my boss he has already given me the suggestions and if i have followed it i must keep a proof that yes i have followed his instructions okay and if after that the the project didn't came to the conclusion that was expected I can show him the proof that I have followed his instructions mm -hmm. and then he could understand that okay. but if I have followed his instructions and I, I haven't followed his instructions I have done something else then of course the blame is on me which was perfect what about if it was perfect of course that's that's why I did it right because I didn't follow boss uh, his instruction i did it by my way okay but i faced uh, consequences and yeah. i failed so i have to take the blame and that's how the work goes on okay I see. so you need to be like you need to be transparent about this <coughs> you need to explain the things to your boss yeah. what actually happened yeah and you need to come up with a solution to co cover up this thing okay to, to come up with the best possible solution all right with this situation. Okay, thank you so much, Come on, it's okay. <laughs> I really appreciate the time no spent with you. No and is do you have a final word for our listener? Yeah, I would suggest uh, all the fresh graduates or people who are actually preparing for themselves for the upcoming jobs. Okay. They should prepare themselves from now on. They should test themselves with certain you know, uh, sectors that they're they interested in. For example, okay. if you're interested in marketing, if you're interested in IT, yeah. you should test yourselves on those particular fields. Okay, okay. what actually I know, what yeah. actually I can give to that certain company. And you should know how to present yourself. Mm. If you have to learn how to put the best of yours 
to the companies. Yep. So when you go for any interview, when the recruiter asks you questions, especially what you are, who you are, mm. you must know, you must learn to deliver the best of the you. Best. Thank you so much, Rusha. Yeah, no Have problem. a great day. Yeah, same to you. Thank Bye, you. listeners. I hope you enjoyed the talk, and I I expect that you'll be able to make the best out of the situation. Stay safe. See you next time.